As far as like young, promising prospects go, I think the Nationals have one intriguing position, and that is second baseman, Luis Garcia. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And I'm your host, Ryan Clary. You can catch us over on Twitter at RyanClary11 and as well as the show page at LO underscore Nationals. And of course, subscribe over at Locked On Nationals wherever you get your podcast, including on YouTube. Make sure to hit that subscribe button because it is always your team every single day with the Locked On Podcast Network in Today's show is all about second baseman Luis Garcia. He kind of had an intriguing 2023, so, but I think there is still questions whether or not this guy is going to be our second baseman of the future going forward. I'm going to answer that question and really kind of narrow it down to what the Nationals should do going forward as far as Luis Garcia goes. Second segment of the show, getting some numbers of Luis Garcia. What was good? What was bad? I think there's a fair mix of both. And I think there's also some underlying factors with Garcia as well. So let's just get into that part right here, right now. With Luis Garcia, I think he was kind of like the breakout candidate of this year. And in fact, going back to some of my shows before the season even started, I was really high on Luis Garcia. In fact, I was still really high on him throughout a good portion of this season. But as the season just kept on going on, one thing became very clear to me. And I think this was kind of clear for everybody. When you were discussing about Luis Garcia, whether you're watching him, listening to the radio broadcast, whatever it may be, there was one thing that just really kind of stuck out. It's the fact that he never really found any common ground. He never really found any consistency in his offensive game whatsoever, in fact. And, you know, there's a couple things to be taken care of with that. And in my opinion, one of the biggest issues with Luis Garcia that has kind of been out of his control technically, even though it's really not, but it is. The Nationals have always kind of had this weird relationship with Luis Garcia. Now, I'm not meaning a literal relationship. I just mean that if you look at his, really, when he comes up to the major leagues, think back to 2020 when he made his debut, a top 100 prospect in all of baseball, someone the Nationals really liked, and he kind of came on quick. And as a 20-year-old, he was young. And at that moment in time, the Nationals in 2020 were in win-now mode. Coming off the World Series, you needed some guys to really kind of freshen up. Luis Garcia was that guy to come in during that COVID season, played some solid at-bats. He had some good at-bats there. Ultimately, didn't really show all too much, except for the fact that we could see that he could hit. 2021 came around. A lot of people kind of expected him maybe getting over the start at second base, but he started the year down in AAA and then ultimately just never got called up until midway through that season as well. 2022 comes around, kind of same thing. You're yo-yoing Luis Garcia up and down from the minors into the majors, the minors into the majors. And I think this is just me, but this is really what I think. When you have someone who is so young, and who is so promising like Luis Garcia, whether it be a top 100 prospect or even just any prospect in general. 
I think that this is my philosophy, and I just feel like this is the right thing to do. You cannot be yo-yoing him from down in the minors up to the majors, then going back down in the minors, and then coming back up, and then going back down. I think that is just kind of setting up someone for failure. And some people may say, well, you see guys all the time who get that and kind of turn things around and they work on their swings down in the minors. And we've seen guys in the past with the Nationals do exactly that. Well, yeah, teams do do that. But I think in this scenario, one thing that was pretty obvious for me when kind of seeing Luis Garcia and really kind of the stretches that he went on, he never found any consistency. There was never any neutral line for him to really have that steady, consistent production. Now, this is a fair line to kind of toe here. Is this either the Nationals' fault or is it on the players' fault? And is not being consistent enough. Because when Luis Garcia, when he goes down to the minor leagues, he kills the baseball, except for really this year, in fact. Didn't really hit the ball all too much down in AAA. But even then, Getting back to Luis Garcia and his skill set, I think the obvious thing here is that he is a hitting first, second baseman. He's not going to be out there to play stellar defense, even though we did see some really nice plays. You also saw some bad plays on defense when it came to him. But I think his identity is an offensive first kind of guy. He's kind of someone which the Nationals, you like that he doesn't strike out a lot. You like that he puts the ball in play. But we all know what his main issue was this year at the plate, and that was pitch recognition, just kind of swinging at balls lazily, hitting some dinkers up to second base, shortstop, whatever it is. He just wasn't really getting the solid contact that he probably could have been getting all throughout this season. So when Mike Rizzo and Davey Martinez and whoever made the decision to send him back down to AAA, it was the right time. Because in that period, from the beginning of July all the way through August 2nd, which the day he was sent down, he had a 205. 237, 284, and a 521 OPS. Only a home run, six RBIs, 14 strikeouts, four walks, and four extra base hits in those 88 plate appearances from basically that entire month of July and those first two games of August. So if you look at that just right then and there, it's obvious that the production from that period before he was sent down was not good. Well, what do you do then? Because Luis Garcia... You would like to think that he is a big part of this rebuild. You would like to think that this is going to be someone who can turn into that second baseman of the future for this team and just kind of check box off one of the to-do list items for this national team in this rebuild. You would like for that to be the case. But now it kind of poses this question. Do you let this guy kind of drown up in the minor league or up in the major leagues rather? Or do you have him go back down to the minors and see if he can work out some things? Well, once he got sent down to the minor leagues, yeah, he did hit a little bit better. But this is, again, kind of something that we have seen over the years with him. He goes back down to AAA. He kills the baseball. We think it's fixed. Comes up to the major leagues, and you start to see the same mistakes over and over and over again. Now, something that was interesting with Mike Rizzo and a lot of his appearances on with the sports junkies over on 106.7 The Fan, he kind of alluded to the fact that they wanted to work on his preparation, cutting down some weight as well for the second baseman, in which I think that may have been something to do with his kind of sent down to AAA again, getting him down in the minor leagues, working on some different things, getting back in the weight room, cutting some weight, and really just getting his preparation back to what they wanted it to be. So when you talk about Garcia, there's a lot of different things to look at. 
those comments there, right then and there, just kind of tells you that, number one, he may not have been just prepared enough to be an everyday second baseman up in the major leagues. They probably wanted him to work on the process of just getting ready, whether that be watching more film of pitchers, whether that be just swinging at balls in the strike zone rather than swinging at balls. There's a lot of different things that could be going into this. But from what Mike Rizzo said back in, I believe, mid-August when he was sent down, because let's be honest, it was a head-scratching decision at that time. I was not happy with it. I was not happy with the way that they sent him down. I think for all the reasons that I've been saying for the first nine minutes of this podcast, I think that's really how I feel. If this is going to be someone that you're going to bake on in this rebuild, then why not have them figure this stuff out in the major leagues? We've done it with Victor Robles in the past, and you may say, well, that didn't work. And you're right, it did not work. But that does not mean that Luis Garcia will not figure it out. Because the fact of the matter is this, in my opinion. If he is putting the ball in play at the rate that Luis Garcia was, something is not completely broken. And obviously, you have to get hits. You have to generate hits. You have to generate hard contact. And you have to find holes in the infield, in the outfield, and wherever you're going to hit the ball. Luis Garcia wasn't doing that for a good portion of the season. I understand that. But still, this is kind of like now. We have to figure this stuff out now in the major leagues. In my opinion, if you're already making the decision, and really what is his fourth year up in the major leagues, if you're going to count 2020, 2021, 22, and 23 this year. The time is now to figure out what Luis Garcia is. And in this season, while you may want to get other looks at Jeter Downs, we kind of saw that experiment. Did it not go well? Michael Chavis, fine player, solid defensively, came up clutch a few times. Not a second baseman for this team, for the future. There's a lot of different things with Garcia as to why I just did not like what they did. Now, that's just me. But I think this also kind of poses the question now of what is his future like over at second base. And honestly, I think the Nationals have been kind of showing their cards here over the last two seasons, in my opinion. Sending him back down, calling him back up, trying to get things worked out. And it's not working out. So now, after four years up in the major leagues, up and down, obviously, not playing all 162 in each of the four seasons he's been up here. There's a lot of different things to consider now with Garcia. So... We'll answer that a little bit later on, but next, I do want to get into some of the numbers with him, what he did well at the plate, and what he did not do so well at the plate, and where did he regress, where did he progress, whatever it is, I'm going to have those questions answered, but before we tell you guys about that, let me tell you guys about our great friends over at Bird Dogs, and guys, I need to tell you guys about why I love Bird Dogs, because first and foremost, Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. And also, Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And trust me, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to shorts because I got some big, thick legs. But guess what? They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. And Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And trust me on this, it's great. You can also work out in them. Do whatever you want. You can go to a wedding, maybe even go to the gym with them. And I've done that because guess what? Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool 
and dry all day long. So you'll not want to miss this because Bird Dogs, they got it covered. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter promo code locked on MLB at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. And of course, use promo code locked on MLB. Now we get back into it as the Nationals are not playing any baseball anymore. It sucks. We're in the offseason portion of this. But again, baseball will be coming back for the Nationals at any moment now. So obviously, you guys know, if you're an everyday or out there, first and foremost, thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. But you guys know, I like numbers. I like getting to the numbers because I think it doesn't tell the entire story of what it is. But I think it gives you a good sample size in particular with all these baseball savant numbers that are out there nowadays, looking at slugging numbers, looking at what guys and really kind of where they rank amongst major league players every single day. Well, Luis Garcia, while again, his final slash line of the season wasn't all too good, batting 266, a 304 OBP, a 385 slug, that was a 688 OPS. His OPS was down from a 704 in 2022 and back down to a 688, kind of where he was around in 2021 and as well as 2020. So with Luis Garcia and kind of what he has done with the Nationals, one thing is very good with him. And I mean, legit, very, very good. Number one, his strikeout rate is amongst the league's best. He is actually like elite and not striking out. And now again, This is kind of an overrated stat, in my opinion, but I think this is of value to someone who is playing every single day. And the reason why I say that is you never know. If you just put the ball in play, as we've seen in many different occasions, you never know when the shortstop's going to boot the ball. You never know when the left fielder is going to drop the baseball. You never know. So if you are just simply putting the ball in play, in my opinion, that is of value. That is of value to someone, especially at the second base position when your offensive production, while it's not taking the back seat by any means, you see guys, Luis Arias, the Miami Marlins, what he did this year, one of the best, if not the best hitters in all of baseball this season over at second base. But even then, it's not really an offensive demanding position the way that third base and first base is, and even center field, shortstop, all those positions, those are really kind of ones that you want to see big slugging numbers, big on base potential, all those different things. But second base, it was always just kind of taking the back seat because it's just the player profile and what they all do. But with Luis Garcia being in the 96th percentile, as far as strikeout rate goes over on baseball savant, that is something that is of value. And again, this has kind of been the trend with Luis Garcia over the last few years, even in 2022 and 2021, his strikeout numbers were very good. Only striking out 84 times last year in 93 games. And in this year, he only struck out 60 times in 122 games. In 2021, when he played 71 or 70 games, he only struck out 43 times. In 2020, he only struck out 29 times in 40 of those 2020 games. Now, again, this isn't everything. But if you look at guys like Juan Soto, someone who doesn't really strike out all too much, that is kind of what makes him a very special hitter. Now, also with that, 
Juan Soto has married like this eagle eye when it comes to identifying balls and strikes and just having an eye for the zone that really no one else has ever had in the history of baseball up to this point. Juan Soto is just blessed with that. Simple as that. Luis Garcia is also in that category, though, not as far as identifying balls and strikes goes, but he is elite at getting the ball in play. Now, here is where he struggles because we got that part down. You got to put the ball in play in order to get your high slugging numbers and all that stuff. Here's where it goes wrong. Basically, in every other category, whether it be your hard hit percentage, your barrel percentage, your average exit VLO, your sweet spots percentage, your chase percentage, your walk percentages are all really below average. And what I mean by that, his barrel percentage, which is something that I look at a lot, 25 percentile, not good. Hard hit percentage, 23rd percentile, not good. Walk percentage, 13th percentile, again, not good. The thing is with Luis Garcia, he's so close. He has taken these steps, and this is kind of the hitter that he could be when talking about putting the ball in play, not really whiffing at a whole lot of percentages, as also that is in the 90th percentile as far as whiff percentages go across Major League Baseball. There's a lot of different things here that you can say, this guy's pretty good at. He is really good at not striking out and at putting the ball in play. Now, when you put the ball in play, we want to see some damage. That is where it has not clicked for Luis Garcia, whether it be his power numbers, whether it be his swinging at balls in the zone. All those different things are down for him and and really below major league average at basically at every one of those terms. So now it just kind of gets into the zone of, well, what can we expect from Luis Garcia? Because his OPS plus, again, is kind of something where you can look at and take some notes and say, well, where has he been better? In 2022, he had an OPS plus of 101. He was relatively above major league average by just one point there. This year, he took a step back and a pretty big one. He went down to a 90 OPS plus, which is, again, below major league average. When you're kind of making this ascent, you want to see some numbers really just stick out to you. You want to see improvement. And in this year, improvement came over defensively, in my opinion. I thought Luis Garcia was a lot better over at second base. And in years past, when we've seen him over at shortstop, we figured that out really quick. He was not a shortstop, and he probably shouldn't have ever been there over at shortstop. Making over to second base, though, again, while his arm strength is not all that great, while his range is not all that great, according to all the metrics over at Baseball Savant, still, you you liked what you saw there. He didn't make all the routine plays, but again, as a young 23-year-old, 22 years old, you kind of saw what you saw and you liked over at second base. C.J. Abrams bailed him out a lot as well. Dominic Smith bailed him out a lot as well. But even then, you saw the potential over there. And really, the potential was was that this was going to be an offensive first kind of guy. But even then, the defense was around average-ish, you could say making some flashy plays, making the routine plays most of the time. But even then, we saw mistakes. You see mistakes everywhere when it comes to 162 games a year. But when talking about Garcia, the numbers that we want to see is offensive production. And again, he just did not produce offensively when it came to the Nationals this year. He did not. And I think this is kind of, again, back to the point of sending him back down and all the way back up to the majors, 
and just really getting his confidence down. And I still disagree with the fact that we sent him down because we've done this before with him and it just crushes people's confidence. Now, some people may not even think of that factor, but when you're 22, 23 years old and all you've done throughout your career is kill the ball down in the minor leagues, then you get cut back, called up to the majors. You don't really do too well. You get back, sent back down, even after having a good 2022 season, there's just not a lot to work with here. There's not really all too much to work with when it comes to them. And is it all Luis Garcia's fault? No. I also blame some of this on the organization and really their practices in getting prospects up to the major leagues and the way that they do it. Now with Luis Garcia, again, the talent is there. But I think the big overwhelming question that I think we have the answer to going forward is what can he be as a second baseman? Is this guy going to be someone that you maybe just not even sign second baseman or you don't draft second baseman or whatever it is because this is going to be the guy going forward? Is Luis Garcia in that territory yet where we can really bank on him being the second baseman of the future? That's kind of the question that I'm getting at here. I'm going to answer that, but before we get into Luis Garcia and his future with the Nationals. Let me tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. And of course, October baseball is back and you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. So join FanDuel today and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and create your new account. And then you can get on the action from first pitch until the final out. Like tonight with the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. You saw what the Diamondbacks did last night. They kind of laid an egg in game one, but I'm going to bank on them. Getting back in a game two here, tying this thing back up, going back to the West Coast and facing those Philadelphia Filthies. I think it's going to be a good game. So maybe just follow me on this one. Let's place a little bit of money on that Diamondbacks run line. So head over to FanDuel.com slash locked on right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Now we get back into it as the big, overwhelming, maybe too early of a discussion to be had about Luis Garcia. I can admit that is kind of what is his future at second base? What is his future in the Nationals organization? Is this going to be someone where we can point to and say he's the second baseman of the future and nothing else with that? At this moment in time, my mind has changed. My mind has really just kind of changed when it came to Luis Garcia. I've always kind of believed in this factor. You can tell me Bigfoot is there. You can tell me a ghost is there, but I'm not going to believe it until I can see it. And again, I've seen it with Luis Garcia over some portions of the season, whether it be a few games pocketed together where he's like 10 for his last 16 and you're like, oh man, he's really starting to turn the corner. He's starting to hit the baseball. He's starting to get home runs, starting to slug, all these different things. But then it just falls off a cliff. So to answer the question, whether or not I am going to bank on Luis Garcia being the second baseman of the future, at this moment, I'm not. In fact, I'm not probably at all. And the reason why I say that, again, this is not all on Luis Garcia. I think, in my opinion, in fact, most of this blame probably has to go to the Nationals, in my opinion. 
In fact, that's who I probably would blame more than Luis Garcia himself, more than just the preparation or the lack thereof, rather. I think the Nationals just kind of have put Luis Garcia in this really tough situation. Someone who was a promising young prospect, someone who probably, not probably, who definitely should not have been called up back in 2020. And I know we were in a pinch when it came to the pandemic and that really, that 2020 season, that was just awful for baseball and especially for Nationals fans, not getting able to celebrate that World Series, not really getting into the swing of things, which sucked for everybody involved, but also sucked for Luis Garcia because while he's in the major leagues at 20, 19 years old, whatever it was, still, that was not the right decision. He was not ready for that call-up. And while he wasn't all that bad, you see as to why. It's kind of stunted his growth a little bit and really just kind of stunted his overall development for this national system. Now, I'm not here to tell you if they waited until 2022 to call him up and really just kind of see what he could do for the nationals. I'm not saying that it was going to click as if they waited a few years, but I also think the fact that is you did not get him ready to be in the minor leagues that year. You did not even get him ready to be up in the majors in the 2020 season. So I think this is kind of a situation in which the Nationals can live and learn by. And I think the Nationals in the past with Victor Robles, they probably saw what he was doing in 2019. And while he was good that year, he did go through some struggles. But then obviously the struggles came in 2020, 2021, 22, 23 as well. Actually this year, it wasn't all too bad. But even then, you get the point. I think the Nationals with Garcia, he was just kind of like their guy that the situation that they saw with Victor Robles and all the struggles that he had in 2021 and not really sending him down in the minors, not really giving him that same treatment that we've given Garcia over the years. I think the Nationals kind of toyed with both different scenarios there. One guy who's going to be up and down from the minors when he is struggling compared to one guy who's just going to stick in the lineup and see what he can do. Obviously, both those situations kind of ended up disasters, if we're just being honest right then and there. And again, I don't think the Nationals should be blamed for the Victor Robles one. And in fact, the Nationals probably shouldn't even be blamed for this Luis Garcia situation. But the matter of the fact is this. If you're in the majors for four years now, and if you are a former top prospect, which Luis Garcia was, you got to be able to see something that you can say This is going to be the guy for. What sticks out with Luis Garcia? If you look around the diamond with all the different guys right now, Kibert Ruiz, switch hitting, power hitting catcher, can play solid defense at times, even though he did regress this year, but you see it with him. You see it. C.J. Abrams, what separates him? Kind of similar with Luis Garcia. Doesn't strike out all too much compared to what he could, and also he's a stolen base threat and one of the best base runners in all of baseball right now, solid defender. There's a lot of different things we'll like C.J. Abrams. Mackenzie Gore, what separates him? Well, he strikes out guys at a rate that you don't really see too often from a rookie pitcher. Beyond that, there's a lot of different things to like with Gore. Jake Irvin as well, his nasty curveball, and something that we've kind of talked about here and how it's his elite pitch and how it's really kind of groomed in one of the better pitches for this national starting rotation. Look around the diamond. Talk about the things that really make someone special, makes them a big prospect. James Wood, six foot seven, big power, 
all the different things. He can run, do all those things. Dylan Cruz, just really good at everything. Those are the things that kind of separate themselves from the pack. Luis Garcia, when you talk about what separates him from the back, it's his really good strikeout rate. That's not going to do it, though. And at this moment, you can't really bank on that going into 2024 and beyond. If you have the opportunity to sign a second baseman, even if it's this free agency, or maybe you trade for someone at next year's deadline, maybe you develop someone, maybe you turn Jacob Young. I'm just throwing things against the wall right now. Maybe you do that, and maybe you go that route. Because at this point, I just cannot put my entire faith in Luis Garcia as the second baseman for this team. I can't. Now, is he going to be the starting opening day second baseman? Sure. In fact, he probably should be. But if the Nationals were to go sign someone and maybe move off Luis Garcia, maybe trade him away because some team is willing to take a risk on him, yeah, I would do that. But even then, at this moment, is he going to get the opportunity to be the second baseman of this team? I would think so, unless something unforeseen happens. But even then, if the Nationals, let's say, were to still hold on to Luis Garcia, which is the expectation, in fact, that's definitely going to happen. But let's say they start him down in AAA next year. What do we do then? Because at this moment, I just cannot really go with this momentum heading forward the offseason. I just cannot do this with Luis Garcia all over again. Now, again, I like the talent. I think he does have the skill set to be a second baseman in the major league someday. Maybe with this new regime in the front office and maybe some new analytics, maybe a full offseason of being healthy and all the different things can affect him. Maybe he can turn into that slugging second baseman that a lot of us thought he could be. But the question is going to have to become an answer at some point. And at this moment, it just has not with Garcia. And that is the kind of concerning factor when you're talking about all these different things with him. Because again, I'll say it for the millionth time, he's got the talent offensively. He's got the makeup. He doesn't strike out a lot. He's got a decent, uh, I mean, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have a decent eye, in fact. But with all that said, he's got talent. It's just a matter of putting it all together and finding that consistency with them defensively, offensively, at the plate, whatever it is, whether it's doing his routine correctly, whether it's changing up how you prepare for a game, whether you wake up earlier or wake up later or go to sleep earlier or go to sleep later, whatever it is, he's got to find some kind of neutral line, just flat line, 90-degree angle type, and find a way to get the job done. So Luis Garcia, to wrap up the show, am I banking on Garcia at this moment, October 17th, 2023, to be the, fir- or the second baseman of the future? I am not. But again, he's going to get an opportunity to do so, and this will be his last straw, in my opinion, before the Nationals are going to have to make a decision and sign someone, whether that be a Daniel Murphy type, back when we did that in 2016. We'll just have to see because there are answers, and... At this moment, you just got to see what the kid can do going forward. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day. And on tomorrow's show, the breakdowns will continue as the Nationals, they are just a treat to say the least. And of course, I will catch you guys on the flip side. There's a lot to be discussed here. 
going forward with this offseason as the 2023 breakdowns continue after the Nationals finished 71 and 91 on the 2023 season. Luis Garcia having another up and down season, but again, we'll just have to see what happens going forward. I'll catch you guys on the flip side.